All right, ladies and germs, boys and girls, <laughs> girls and boys, uh, whatever, they, thems, he, thems, <laughs> she, thems, uh, gargoyles. Uh, every you, single person. Every person, race, being, uh, aliens. Uh, animals. Oh, ooh, aliens, animals, trees, ants, uh, <laughs> balrogs, necromancers, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of uh, You Have a Lot of Options. Uh, as always, a reminder that I was told that in high school by a girl I asked to prom. So if I have to think about that every night before I go to sleep, so do you. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Lynn Navertil. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Hit like, subscribe, all the fun jazz. Uh, as Well, not as always, but as of recently for like the last month, we have a guest. Uh, <laughs> and I am very excited to have her on. She is a wonderful local comedian. Comedian. She has toured across the entire Missouri uh, <laughs> and just the entire Midwest. She is spunky. She's funky. She's a TikTok sensation. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she likes any of these descriptions, which we'll get into how she feels about descriptions here in a second. It is Miss Brittany Tylander. Well, first and foremost, how are you doing today? Lynn, I got the call yesterday that I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. Yeah! And I, we can high-five because she's getting vaccinated. Fuck it. At this point, and now I, now I see where everybody else's head has been. When they're just, like, going out to bars unmasked, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. What's going to happen to me from now until then? You just walked in, you were like, I'm licking all these doorknobs before I'm leaving. They're, we're going to kiss on the mouth before I leave. Please just don't. Just kidding. I was going to say, Sierra's in the other room. We're not kissing on we're the mouth, baby. We're not kissing <laughs> I'm a goof. I'm just goofing. <laughs> How are you? I'm so I'm feeling I'm feeling really good. Uh thing a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Things seem mm-hmm. to be um moving along a little quickly, a little quicker now. I I know a lot of people have gotten vaccinated and are getting vaccinated and it's like it feels like a, a touch of like yeah. what used to be. So I'm very, very excited. It feels like a little like spark of hope. A tiny little glimmer, like yeah. it's it's, and it's been a year, so like it feels real good. Feel, <laughs> on the year anniversary of when I didn't get COVID, yeah. I also did not get yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah, so it's just been a, it's it's been a little better these days, and, and I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing yes. good. Ready to I'm doing ready to squeeze all my friends. <laughs> I'm gonna like, hug them so much in a consensual way. Every what other way is there? Yes, that is true. That is very <laughs> only consensual hugs. See, you're laughing, but I don't know if you think it's funny or if you're laughing like yes, consensually. Always <laughs> consensual hugs. Like, I'm from an Italian family, and I remember being a kid and being like, I don't want to have to kiss her, my aunt, or like hug my uncle. Like, I don't want to, but you have to <laughs> when you're Italian. I'm not from an Italian family, but I also didn't want to kiss my aunt or hug my uncle, but uh, mostly just because the uncles were bad. Yeah. Uh, all I've never. <laughs> I don't want to pick that shit up. They're not. They're privy to it. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm <laughs> the main problem I've had with these podcasts okay. so far is staying focused. And you know what? Yep, I was gonna say inviting you on this was not the best way to stay focused. <laughs> it's fine though because I've been working on that too. Doing shut up and clap this past year, like you just get so derailed, and then you run long, and then like 
you know, I, I, I totally get it. I'll be mindful of it, too. We can talk about your topics. Okay. Uh, actually, Shop and Clap is one of the topics. Oh, cool. Well, actually, just because, so, and this is just from an outside, again, uh, you are a stand-up comedian, but mm-hmm. you do, obviously, more than stand-up. Uh, you are a fucking TikTok sensation, bro. You're also a showrunner. You run, obviously, Shop and Clap with Colby Cusick. Uh, an online Facebook show, uh-huh. which is also an in-person show when those happen again. Uh, but then you also run Body Language, mm-hmm. which uh, is a wonderful show. I hope to be sexy on one day. and We'll uh, talk about it. Okay, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, th- what I – and Shop and Clap is wonderful, and I've been on that with Colby. But what I love about Body Language is that it's basically – if you don't know what body language is, I'll let you explain it real quick. Sure. So body language is uh, a definitely a queer femme forward showcase um, where the we have comedians and drag performers, sometimes burlesque performers, uh, come on. And the trick with so like the the drag queens, they love they love to take off their clothes. They love mm-hmm. reveals. They love to ham it up. They love to be glamorous and sexy and like very powerful and I kind of want for comedians to get a like get a little taste of it let the freak flags fly absolutely so every time the comedians get a big laugh they take off an article of clothing they also pick out like a hype song and uh it plays whenever you take off your clothing so like you can kind of riff with the crowd and it's when there is a crowd (laughs) Uh, with doing these virtual shows it's been like wild because it's just like me taking off my clothes in front of six of my (laughs) friends and then the internet. Then who they knows? <laughs> who knows who that is? Um, it's so much fun to do it as a performer. It, it's like I we premiered it on my birthday, the virtual show um, that Colby really? has been running. Yeah, we we premiered it on my birthday because uh, I wanted to do a birthday show. I wanted an yeah. excuse to see like my friends masked and per- to perform and like. Yeah do it like I wanted to do something and uh we did it at Burl the Bottoms it went really well um and you know every show has been like and you know like I want to say interesting mm-hmm. in the sense that we obviously know that I mean difficult yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> because virtual shows are tricky you know you have to deal with all the whole tech the technology end of it and luckily like Colby knows all about that he knows mm-hmm. all about that with shut up and clap um and he just does, like, a fantastic job. And obviously the barrel's the coolest spot that Stephen and Carrie have. And it's just really fun to to perform there. But yeah. the, the comedians have a fun time. Um, I've even have had – it's typically male comedians who are like, I'm nervous, blah, blah, blah. Like, nervous to do it, nervous to take off my clothes. Uh, because, like, women are always the ones that are depicted as, like, people having, like, you know, being nervous about their body or, mm-hmm. or showing it. So it's interesting hearing both ends. But every time I have a, a person say that they're nervous, they end up t- coming up to me and saying that they have, like, the best time. And it makes me really happy because... Because <laughs> it's your baby! Because it's my baby. And I want I want people to to have fun there. I want them to leave feeling empowered, like that takes guts how can I be brave in my life and like mm-hmm. you know and I don't say that being brave like a certain body type you know is 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 brave for sh- like you know showing themselves because that that gets talked about a lot too I was gonna say you no comedian I mean? wants to get off stage and and everyone go that was brave <laughs> yeah right? I just want to say <laughs> that I couldn't do that but that was so brave of you the way you were playing with your titties That's like that literally- was so good so many times I've gotten off stage and somebody's been like, I just love that you do whatever it is you do. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but what do you mean by 
by that. <laughs> um, I, and I know what they mean, and I love it. But I like I like making them explain themselves a little bit and fumble a little bit. It's fun to watch them squirm. <laughs> I was going to say, the audience. there are... So Okay, so there's a lot of like thoughts I'm having with that because I will say watching you perform is hilarious because... <laughs> Thank you. you, you. It's supposed to be hilarious because you'll go on and you will do and you will kill it. But your version of killing can be anything from the audience laughing to them squirming. But you enjoying (laughs) Mm -hmm. it because you're just like, yeah, you don't think the disciples were cucks, but I know they were. And that's why because I saw and I don't mean to like bring this up again because I know it is kind of annoying but when I saw you perform like two months ago Mm -hmm. and then I messaged you afterwards like hey you did really great Mm -hmm. and you're like no I bombed I was just like because not only of who was in the crowd Mm -hmm. but like how they had put you on the show where they put you before the host (laughs) and I which I will always say like that is so unfair to every comedian like the host is just supposed to be like okay, I'll take all the shots of unfunny Mm -hmm. and then try to get these people warmed up. And then you were like, all right, let's fucking throw her out there. Yeah. And I felt that was unfair to you. And then they're just saying they're squirming like, oh, we don't like this Jesus material. (laughs) It's not that they maybe didn't dislike the Jesus material. They just love Jesus so much. (laughs) I think they probably liked it a little bit. They had to have. Come on. There had to have been some conversations on the way home. Good. Good. (laughs) I hope they were like, Jesus... Mary and Joseph, I because they don't say Jesus Christ. They were like, oh, 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 bananas and oh, banana bread. They would say something like that. They'd be like, oh, banana, oh, banana bread, oh, banana bread. <laughs> uh, that one, that one lady, lady that went up there tonight, she was something else, and I love that. Like, I want them to say, I want them to say, oh, oh, banana bread. <laughs> I have the an image in my head of like a Christian couple in the car being like, <laughs> the disciples were cucks. So does that like make it okay? Like, uh, <laughs> what are we doing? And, uh, They've been like considering opening up their their marriage. You know what I mean, like <laughs> Susan. I think it's time we had that talk. You know what, Todd? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're always named Todd and Susan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it together. That's what it, <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> okay, uh, but the reason that I f- I feel like body language mm-hmm. is. Again, I hate calling it brave, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's legitimately, like, you took somebody's word, like, literal nightmare. Mm -hmm. The stereotypical nightmare is, oh, I have a test in the morning, Mm -hmm. or, like, you're in front of a classroom, and then you're naked. (laughs) And then you combined it with stand-up comedy and doing it in front of your friends. And then, like, not to add on that this year, it's been all virtual. So you have four layers of stuff that is terrifying, mm-hmm. is hard, is not for everyone. I've only seen a couple of the shows, but they've all been fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, I want, like, because there were people on a couple of the shows I've seen mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, like, I, I'm a very envious person and very much, like, externally, I'm like, hey, good for you, but, like, internally, I'm like, how the fuck did you get that? <laughs> But then, like, I see them go up, and I'm like, okay, you deserve that. You, I'm happy for you for that, and I'm just like, but also internally, I'm like, fuck, I want that. I want to be naked in front of everyone. Exactly. And and I think that's what you need in a show Mm -hmm. to, like, make it 
not only your own, but to make it good is for people to see that and be like, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've gotten a lot of uh, different responses whenever I ask somebody to like do the show. I, you know, get the, yeah, sure. Like not really excited, like kind of indifferent, which I despise. I want you to be like either terrified and have lots of questions or just say yes. I'd prefer you just say yes. Um, and then I have some people who are like, hell yes. And then I have some people who, um, just like flat out saying no for one reason or another. And it's been during the pandemic, which I completely understand. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are some people where it's just like, it doesn't match up with, with their vibe. And I, I totally get that. The whole thing, a thing behind it too is like consent. Like whenever you buy the ticket, you know that you're going to be seeing people like take off their clothes for you Mm -hmm. and like entertain and kind of like bear like this next level to performing. And I do love the whole, uh, the, the parallel between, you know, or, 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 you know, the, with the nightmare of standing in front of the class, but then there's also the, like, what, what do, what do, um, people tell you to do if you're nervous in front of a crowd to imagine imagine them naked, naked. but you're naked. And it's just like (laughs) every, every way that it could kind of jolt the system, it does. And, uh, but, but I feel like people are telling their best jokes whenever they they are at the most naked that they are because they're kind of just like fuck mm-hmm. it, and I love that. <laughs> they're like, I'm already up here. I'm in my underwear and pasties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you have like people like that who have never done a a, a a strip show. But Aaron Naylor's done them before. He did a great job with the premiere of Body Language um, back whenever we had a Culture House mm-hmm. in 2020 um, before everything shut down. And then you have, like, Susanna Lee, who, you know, used, like, was a sex worker, like, used to strip and does, like, burlesque and is just so sexy. And she just, like, teases with it and obviously looks so hot. And it's just the best. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> so much fun. I was going to say, uh, we I watched one, one of the shows with Sierra just next to me. And mm-hmm. she was like, what are you watching? I was uh-huh. just like, watch it with me. And she was just like, why are they all hot? They yeah. all look so good. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody's hot and everybody looks good. That like, is true. Uh, <laughs> everybody loves a naked person. Everyone does love a naked person. I hate when people like talk, uh, when they're like, yeah, I would go to like France or like a nude beach or like a new like a compound or an, oh, sorry like a commune or something like that and but um but like the people that are there like aren't like they're not the hot people you think they'd be they're, they're like old and it's like who gives a shit like everybody's naked and like relaxed and hanging out and having fun like sign me up it does feel <laughs> like as you get older and I mean you feel more accustomed to it than like Honestly, I when you're like the guys are the ones who are mm-hmm. like, am I gonna be okay taking clothes? Yeah. Internally, I'm like, I'm skinny and scared. Yeah. I don't want to be in front of them you naked. Are, you are not skinny and scared. You are buff. You are jacked. Everybody talks about it. You're jacked. You ran up the stairs the week before last. Yeah, that but, tiny mic. But that was not to be in shape. That was to prove a point. And that it was point, a little bit of both. It was which that, was that you were in shape. What's that's the point you're. Yeah, making. that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was talking with Stephen and Carrie last night, mm-hmm. and we were and they were reminiscing. By the way, uh, shouting out Dustin Slints for two uh, maybe like two or three years ago. He has been on the Lynn has a toy butt train. <laughs> for that long and then uh everybody needs to be told that they have a good butt if you're listening to this you have a good butt 
Everyone does have a good you got butt. A fine ass. But uh, the woman in there, my future wife, has the best butt. I bet. Uh, I. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want. I could do a whole podcast about Sears, but but I won't. <laughs> I won't. I swear I won't. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you you obviously do the body language mm-hmm. shows, uh, but more importantly, I. I I love asking the dumb question. Of, no, I love uh, it. How'd you get? How'd you get started? Like, uh, what? What was like? What was like? What made you want to do stand-up comedy? In general. In general, like, what was the light bulb that mm-hmm. was like? I want to do this, and then this was for me. Well, so before I, I started in Madison, Wisconsin, like five years ago, and my ooh, my anniversary is coming up. At the end of April, cute. Um, <laughs> I flipped my pony, my pigtail over my shoulder. By the way, since y'all can't see that, I liked it a little. Oh, um, but before I moved to Madison, I was working at a call center in like Lee Summit. Uh, it was not for me, but uh, and I would literally. This is so bad. If anybody who I used to work with is listening. Um, what I'm saying is completely fabricated. I would just, like, hang up the phone. I would just hang up the phone when I would be, like, on an auto-dialer. And I would read all day. I would read all day. And I read a lot of, um, like, autobiographies by mm-hmm. funny women, primarily. I read Tina Facebook. I read Amy mm-hmm. Fuller's book. Um you know, different things about, like, you know, Gilda Radner, uh, mm. Carol Burnett, things like that. Ooh, and you did deep dives. I, I did. Love it. I did. And because those are the people I kind of grew up with. Not, well, I mean, I obviously didn't grow up with Gilda Radner, but, um, you know, I remember seeing her at a really young age and, and loving SNL and all the movies and all the people that came mm. out of it. Like, I remember seeing, uh, Molly Shannon be Mary Catherine Gallagher mm. on SNL <laughs> and she fell into the chairs and like showed her underwear and I was like people get paid to do that mm. that's that's nuts that's the dream right there and seeing you know like Parker Posey in uh, Best in Show and oh waiting and waiting for Guffman and being like uh, first of all I'm in love with her second of all she's the funniest prettiest person I've ever seen in my <laughs> life and being obsessed and basing one of my personal, a, a great deal of my personality on, <laughs> on Parker Posey and what Parker Posey would do, specifically in um, Party Girl. Had to think of the name. <laughs> Had to think of the name. Um, so I've like always been attracted to it and like making people laugh and being an only child and you know not having a lot of kids to play with. I was also like an only grandchild. So it was like a lot of adults. I was usually the only child. Um, and the only way that they would like pay attention to me and I could like keep their attention was to like make them laugh. So I would like quote movies as a six year old. I would quote, um, what would I quote? Please tell me it was like inappropriate movies that like kids should know. Or was it like cartoon I, movies? Oh, I, I would quote Austin Powers all the time like this institution does not tolerate failure and do the pee and everything um that is pretty cute as a six-year-old to do i will say that's not uh, that's not appropriate for a six-year-old but like i still feel like that's not the worst thing that you could quote i re i rewatched. oh i wouldn't quote like swear words because i didn't want to get in trouble but like Mm. i wanted to make them laugh and if i could do a, a good dr evil uh, the attention yeah, was mine. <laughs> the talent show is yours and the family. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, so then, so fast forward to like me working at this call center, I would kind of like always want I wanted to try it. And like, that was like the peak of like Amy Schumer and she had like her sketch show and I like mm. loved Amy Schumer and I like moved to Madison. I was working at a restaurant and this kid, he was like a student at UW. He, um, did comedy back in New York where he was from and he would go to the open mic comedy mm. on state like every once in a while. I told him I had always wanted to try, and he was like, you should do it. We always want more women, blah, blah, blah. He's a really nice guy. And I went, and I did. I, like, wrote. I told mm-hmm. the, uh, a story about me free bleeding in a guy's bed uh, to get back at him. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, yeah. <laughs> it was the first joke I ever told, and, like, I've, to- and I've, I've told it so many times, and, like, I kept it, and I've done it at, like, storytelling competitions and shit. Uh, and did well. That is such a good way to get back in somebody. <laughs> yeah, That's he like so fucked somebody that I worked with, so oh, he like no. asked me to hang out, and I went over there, and I pulled out my tampon in his bathroom, and then I like slept in his bed. I was like, I'm really tired. I don't want to have sex, and I fell asleep. But the next morning, it was just like all over. That's hilarious that he was still like, okay, that's respectful. I, I will respect your needs. But then, and anyway, I was just like, ah! <laughs> oh, God, I hate that for you, though. It was fine. I have I do comedy now and have told that story. I have a story. <laughs> you just kind of got to do it for the story. You know what I mean? Like, I knew one day I would, I would want to tell that story mm-hmm. to somebody. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that to him. And then I'll have that story to tell. No, it makes perfect sense. So, okay, sorry. I'm, like, trying to, like, map out your... Right. Map out your comedy journey. So then I... I so I went up at Comedy Club on State, and my first time doing stand-up was in front of, like, 250 people. Wait, well, that was the... It's their club. That wasn't the set that you showed uh, on uh, Sets of Destroy, was it? No. Okay. That was terrible. That... But that was the same place. Okay, okay. That's a whole other podcast. Steven Taylor and Ryan Tricky run that. They're wonderful. I'll have them on the show one day. Sweet boys. Uh, <laughs> sweet boys. Sweet boys. Okay, so... Wait, so you're... Are you originally from the Kansas City area then? Yeah, I grew up in Raytown. Okay, so... But then what made you move to Madison? Um, uh, My ex-boyfriend oh. got a job there. Gross, I'm sorry. No, it's... To- no, he's a very nice person. Uh, Yeah, he's just an ex-boyfriend that... Okay. He was a butcher, and uh, he was working at local pig in Kansas City, and then he found oh, a place okay. up north, and I was like, I want to come with you. <laughs> and, I like, and I tagged along, yeah. <laughs> and then, but then uh, you guys split, and then you're in Madison. Yeah, and at that point, he was going to move back to Kansas City, so then I um, <clears throat> moved to Milwaukee for a year. Okay. And then uh, moved back to Kansas City in, uh, what was it? August, July of 2019. Okay. Because I remember you, I don't know if it was when you had just moved back Mm -hmm. or if you were just coming. You were definitely on uh, a Mockingbird show. It was a showcase. Yeah, I did a couple of those before I moved back. You did a couple. And and I, I think about, I think this about like, just... (laughs) <laughs> pretty much like anyone around me but mm-hmm. like I remember seeing you on the poster and thinking she's gonna be a goddess and like <laughs> come down and perform but at the time like I was uh, I think Sierra and I were on a date at Mockingbird and it was packed and one of our friends came with the guy she was talking to and Sierra and I left that night cause we were just tired mm-hmm. but then the friend and so I didn't get a chance to see you but then the friend texted me 
like during your set and she was like you fucking missed out you poser she's fucking great oh shit <laughs> that makes me feel so good <laughs> that's such a like a cool thing for somebody to do is like to text somebody and be like they were good <laughs> That's such a nice thing. No, it is. It's so sweet. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I'll keep an eye out. Because, like, everyone just seemed to know you. Because I'm still, I still feel that, like, four, like, four or six years in, like, for me, I'm still, like, either learning who people are or learning their relationships and being like, okay, I'm I'm still the new kid. And Steve, and everyone around me has been like, dude, you've been here since the last president. You're You're fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel, um... I feel like I've always known you as a part of the Kansas City scene, so you're just, like, a staple for me. Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to get to. Uh, actually, no, I don't want to talk about uh, me. Uh, I want to I still talk about you. Okay. okay. So, okay, so you're doing comedy in Madison. Uh-huh. Uh, you come back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, – you didn't ever do comedy in Kansas City, like, before. before? Okay. I went to an open mic once. I matched with somebody on Tinder, and I went to an open mic over on Broadway somewhere, like – kind of across the street from one of the head shops. It was like a restaurant. Like it was like a, a wood a wood fire pizza restaurant. Uh I think I know what that is. Wait, yes. So I, I matched with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh cool. Like I I've been wanting to check out local comedy anyways. Like I, I kinda had wanted to. Mm-hmm. I had been like bitten by the bug. And I couldn't find him before the show. And then he went up on stage and was like, Yeah, this girl from Tinder was supposed to meet up with me and she didn't show up. And I literally just, like, raised my hand, and I was like, I'm right here. <laughs> and it got, like, the most attention out of his entire set. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that, that but means, no, I've never done comedy in Kansas City before. You have done comedy in Kansas City before. That counts, <laughs> that, I feel like that counts as a set. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, and the thing that I do like talking about with uh, just comedians that, I don't know how else to say this, but, like, comedians that aren't white straight males... But what has been, like, your experience, not just in Madison, but also here, just in comedy in general? Because I understand that not just as a woman, but as a... Uh, I don't know what you technically identify as. Queer. Okay. As a, that's what Kaylee did, and I was just like, okay, I'm still... I'm, I'm, Queer is always... It, it used to be kind of like a, a, a bad term, but um, there's been a lot of reclaiming, and now it's used in that LGBTQIA, you know... Queer just is kind of like an all-encompassing, like, yeah. kind of just a quick, I'm just gay. Okay, cool. And then, uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of what Kaylee was saying, uh-huh. and then, like, two months later, I'd be like, wait, you're dating him? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But as a woman who identifies as queer and as a comedian, I already know that there have either been roadblocks, mm-hmm. weird dudes, or just, like, even potentially yeah. other people of your own, like, identifications who have made it hard for you so what has that been like i mean it's frustrating um i'm you know me Mm -hmm. uh and i'm just like a no-nonsense gal i i really like to squash it i like to have a conversation if a conversation can be had but a lot of the time you're dealing with male comedians so they Mm -hmm. already feel like they have so much to say that hasn't been said before but really not a lot of like insight. And this is a generalization to everyone who is listening. But you're asking, Lynn's asking me. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm heard like, it here, folks. <laughs> Brittany Tylander, fuck hate, the white guy I comics. Hate <laughs> I hate men. <laughs> it uh, says it on my thong, huh? Hate men. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I don't know what those, fe- I did just finger points into the air, uh, not 
ro- the rock that I was gonna <laughs> go for. <laughs> the rock. The rock. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> this is a weird transition to go back into my man hating speech. Uh, but I do, I, I do, I genuinely do like like for there to be a conversation. But you know. Whenever you do comedy, you ha- you ha- you're vulnerable to put your foot in your mouth. And you have a lot of opinions, and sometimes people don't communicate them in the best ways. And just generally with that, um, that's been difficult. It is primarily men. And that there are so many good guys in Kansas City. I, I really want to stress that because there genuinely are so many good guys in Kansas City that I can, like, confide in. Without like, guns. With- <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, I mean, it, it it can be difficult, just like any job that you know you're a min a minority. You know, the, there's less women than there are men mm-hmm. in comedy, and in a lot of fields. And I think it can be difficult for for women. It can be difficult for people of color, queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something to be mindful of, you know. And whenever you're on stage and you're doing comedy and you're talking about uh, touchy topics. I feel like, you know, the shock value of it is kind of like this easy, low-hanging fruit, especially for young, younger comics, mm-hmm. like newer comics. I remember I, t- I talked about shit that I would never talk about on stage anymore. And in this kind of culture where everybody's trying to educate themselves and be better, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can have like some snafus. And, you know, having that discussion with somebody that, you know, something's not kosher, mm-hmm. uh, it can go one of two ways, and some some people take it really well, and some people mm-hmm. don't take it well. But you know, I always like for it to be a conversation. I would rather somebody learn than to feel scolded or, mm. um, you know, attacked or anything like that. Because I genuinely would like for comedy to be um, a more inclusive thing, and you're not going to have that if people are you know gatekeeping <clears throat> and you know, being difficult. <laughs> just not understanding. Not being cool, man. Uh, just be cool, man. Just be cool. Uh, I don't need you to mansplain me. Uh, <laughs> Sierra texted me right now. She was like, let Brittany know it looks scary outside. <laughs> Which I I think that means like it's going... <laughs> it's raining. Really it's going to rain. Uh, it's going to rain a little bit. <laughs> Uh, God, I love Ollie Williams so much. I quote him every day of my life. But, okay, no, but, um, and I, I feel like I suffer through that in my own life with trying not to, I don't know how to, like, phrase this, but, like, if someone's upset, like, if, <laughs> long story short, I have made way too many people pissed off in like the past like month and a half. I'm not gonna get into it on Fair. this thing because that part of <laughs> part of this thing is this thing. But yeah, uh, and part of that, the reason I've made them so upset is because it's been me being like, "Hey, I said this thing," and they're like, "Hey, I'm mad you said this thing," and then me being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and, and like turn the conversation to me about mm-hmm. like why <laughs> that I'm upset that they're upset when it just needs to be about them. Lynn, I do that so much. I can <laughs> totally sympathize. Sympathize, right? Empathize as if you can't relate. You can't. No, you've never em- experienced. Sympathy. Uh, sympathize, I believe, means that like, hey, I have sympathy for you and I'm sorry you're going through that. Empathy, I believe, means that you're putting yourself in the other person's shoes. 
more more or less. I could be wrong. Don't cancel me if I get the sympathetics (laughs) and empathetics and pathological liars wrong. Uh, (laughs) That. Very that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Summary of all that. Uh, It's hard. It's hard for the pimp out here. Uh, It's it's hard for the lovely lady comics out here. Be nice to everybody. Be nice to everybody. And you know, if somebody tells you that a joke or a word you're using isn't cool, ask yourself why you won't just like listen to another person and try to educate yourself on their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is their experience. And the way they're feeling... I'm sorry, but it takes importance over your feelings. You don't want to hurt people. We're growing. We're changing. We're, always, we're, we're making a vow to educate ourselves. We're making a vow to be kinder to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, and I'm just kind of sick and tired of people being like, PC culture is, is ruining comedy. It's like, well, then why was comedy? Like, I didn't ever want to do comedy because I was like, I like the guy who's mean to people and says, <laughs> and says mean things that, that, that hurt and, like, devalue people. Or delegitimize their experience, you know? That's not why I wanted to do comedy. And there's a million different avenues of comedy. That's something that I've, like, really come to realize over the pandemic. I think for so long, because it is the main goal for so many people, is to, like, perform at clubs and, and tour and do these different things, that it... it, it, it there You can do your own shit. Like... Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're doing comedy, if you're a comedian and you're feeling frustrated by the industry, my advice to you, or you're, or you've been thinking about doing comedy, but you're afraid to start, like, please know that there are a lot of independent producers, a lot of independent shows, a lot of independent mics with good people. And if you can't do that, then like fucking make your own shit, make your own space. My goal is you know, with what me and Kaylee had, you know, last summer with Hackus, like, so many of our friends, mostly her friends, who are just, like, a part of the queer community coming out to see shows and, like, seeing, you know, other Mm -hmm. queer comedians with, like, Kaylee and Erica, and I think Kelsey might be gay. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to speak for her. The spectrum is wide and full. The spectrum is wide and full. Um, Except that actual spectrum. That <laughs> fucking spectrum sucks. Spectrum Fuck internet, you. if you're listening, please don't cancel me. You I are not af- our sponsor. I can't uh, afford Google Fiber, so please don't uh, cancel this. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I the reason why I make the do the shows that I do is to create spaces and for you know queer people and other marginalized groups to see um, what's not always displayed whenever they think of comedy right off the bat. And mm-hmm. I think that's important because uh, representation matters. Boom. Boom. Uh, Mic drop. Mic drop. Uh, I, I'm so fucking stupid because when you were like, I... Uh, <laughs> When you were saying what you were saying, I got like a Transformers reference in my head. Like, there's more than meets the eye, and I was just like, "Yes, I understand what you mean." <laughs> I love that. That makes me so happy. Okay, but to actually, this flows very, very well into something else I wanted to talk about with you. Is that uh, when you were talking about there are different avenues and other ways yeah. to do comedy? Um, you are a fucking TikTok sensation, and that. I don't want to say it blew up overnight, but over, like, the past year, you, oh, yeah, I didn't... you, you just kind of were like, I'm going to be a t- TikTok sensation. I say this to everyone, like, uh, the people that have done TikTok in Kansas City, like, 
you have to keep posting for it to like get legs and Kelsey has done like an incredible job has a huge following on TikTok um I think like Dayton had a TikTok pop off. Uh, Dayton had a very good TikTok. He pop and it off. like got like a million views or something like that. Like I've never gotten a million views for mine. Um, very, I just have a million followers. Tosses. I do not time. have. I have fifty. Okay, correct. I have fifty thousand followers. That's not a million. That is not a million. <laughs> That's more. That is fifty thousand more than my twenty nine. But I did reach a million likes on all of my videos, which I was. Very very excited about that. And within a year, that's not bad. That's not bad. That I was is, pretty excited about it. That is respectable and wonderful. And uh, I hate you so much for it. Uh, I, the, and the envy and the envy and love and hate I have for you is so confusing that it's just wonderful. Lynn, uh, maybe you should be hotter. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, uh, babe, be- she said it. I need to be hotter. Uh. Uh, also, I think being gay is. Uh, well, to be bisexual to like men and women is in my favor. You know, I uh, women women give the likes, they give the views. Uh, women and I, give the yas queens. They give yeah. the yas queens. They say the yes girl boss, honey, love it, love you, angel baby. Um, they do. They the women. And and the she's and they's love me on a the she's and they's I'm they, here for it. <laughs> they, they love me on the TikTok. I you'll like post something on either on like an Instagram story or something, and my instant reaction is to be like, "Yes, you go," but then I'm like, "Does this need to come from me?" Of course, I, I love it every time. I know. I feel like so like we I I do this with like every female comedian where I'm like. Something will pop up, and I'll be like, you go, girl! And, but then I'm like, ah, can someone else say this? Like, I want to say it, but, like, I, it feels like... A clap like, react always does great. A cla- clap react, okay. Clap, clap react. react. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, my pen It faded. goes a long way. Or the, like, little celebration, like, wee thing. I, I, okay, here's <laughs> what I do. Whenever um, somebody posts, like, a thirst trap or, like, something sexy in their Instagram story, I'll just do the little... Like, like a celebration thing because it's not as thirsty as the hard eyes, but it's also kind of like a euphemism for coming, in my opinion. <laughs> it is, it is well, it's a you make me want to a little firework going off. Uh, it's a euphemism for women coming. Uh, men, it's not. It's not a firework. It's a gun. <laughs> oh, it is not multiple. It is a shotgun of like oh, pump. Yeah everywhere it's, it's a bazooka oh it's at now i think about it, it's a musket it's Ooh, a musket because you got musket. you got jam you got it in there it. you just did the motion yep you got Y'all jam it in this. there light it shoot it uh-huh. and then it takes like an hour to two to recharge <laughs> uh, <laughs> chef's kiss uh, <laughs> okay so uh okay uh Sorry, fucking all the people listening, like, shut the fuck up, Lynn. Get to your next topic. Stop stalling. (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, we'll get to that at the end. Okay, so what every, all the guests I've been having on, I let you know about this. I have been, I have an idea of what yours is going to be, but I try to make sure that each one of my guests brings up a topic that either, A, they don't believe gets discussed enough. Okay. Or isn't covered enough. Or it can be as serious as Isai. <laughs> uh, letting people know the difference between filmmakers and music video directors. And how hard it is for both to be established. Or Kaylee being like Orange Slices are for President 2024. 
Uh, so what do you, Brittany uh, Lee Tylander? Lee? Uh, I just imagine every woman's middle name is Lee. I think every man's middle name is Lee. Wait, or Michael. But, no, Michael is very close to mine. It's Thomas. Um, but, <laughs> but what is the topic that you believe is not either brought up enough or discussed uh, that needs light shined on it? You know what? I'm so glad you asked me this question, Lynn. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I think that this topic doesn't get discussed enough, and it makes me feel like I'm on crazy pills that nobody ever talks about it. The anticipation's killing me. But Ariana Grande's song, 3435, would make a perfect country song. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. And that I mean that's It is a bop in it and is. of itself. I am not angry with Miss Grande. I am not. She did either. a great job. Miss Miss Little Grande. She did great. But can you imagine Dolly Parton singing 3435? Oh, my. Okay. Uh, does, and this might be Sierra's phone alone, but I think her phone was violated by iTunes and had a Dolly Parton album uploaded to it oh, for no reason. Like a U2 incident. Yes, a U2 incident. And so every time we plug her phone in to her, it's only her car. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, Dolly will come on and... But it will be, but she'll be like, but I'll be drunk or she'll be drunk and we'll be like, no, Dolly, no, <laughs> no, Dolly, no. No, I would be like, yes, Dolly, yes, <laughs> yes. But would you, would you be the one to write this uh, for our Oh, the letter to ask Ms. Parton to sing thirty four thirty five, but but formerly by Ariana Grande? Yes. Yes, I would write that letter. I would want the words to stay the same. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no need to change. The words are perfect. But it needs to be made into a country song, in my opinion. That is a very good topic that needs to be brought up more. I'm also very dumb, so I don't know it off the top of my head. I just know it's 69, baby. To prove my point, I would like to do a little something, um, a little rendition, if you will. I would sing a little verse for you if you're okay with that. That is perfectly okay. Okay. I don't have any music or instrumental. That's that is totally fine because I think if you had music if you actually had music, I think the episode would get pulled even though there's like six people listening. But I think that's going to happen with body language eventually because we use yes. a bunch of different songs. Anyways, Wonderful. um Okay, so I'm going to Can I have that remote to pretend to have a microphone? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> everyone. Okay, so everyone, this is uh 3435, formerly by Ariana Grande, uh, sung as Dolly Parton. This It's not a good Dolly Parton impression, but it's just like It is with missing a something without your wig. It's I with a twang. Okay. <clears throat> Baby, you might need a seatbelt when I'm riding. I'ma leave it open mm. like a door come inside it. Even though I'm wifey, you could hit it like a side chick. Don't need no side dick, no. Got the neighbors yelling earthquake. 4.5 when I make the bed shake. Shut it down. It started at midnight. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. No, that's so good. I, she mutters, and I don't know what she says during that part. She, Ariana Grande's a little bit of a mumbler. Ariana, you good. 
<laughs> you teasing Enunciate, bitch. Enunciate, <laughs> my bitch. Enunciate. Oh, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you liked it. Thank I, you. I Thank loved you, it. I will. I won't pay the studio fees, but I will start the Kickstarter to get oh, the studio thank fees. thank you. Should I sing it? Yeah, yes. Okay, great. You should thank sing you. it as Dolly. Send it to Dolly and be like, listen. I love you. I, I love Thanks you. Thanks for the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> love your work. Uh, <laughs> would you like to do a duet? <laughs> Doesn't have to be in a duet. I just want to be in a small space with you. Uh, Can I supervise? <laughs> Let me see the tattoos I know you have. It's my vision. <laughs> I create a vision board. Uh, it's actually just a painting of you on the board. Yeah, she's, and she's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, honey. Like, <laughs> that's my Dolly Parton impression. This is pretty on par. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. What do we get here? This thing needs my face to unlock. Oh, we still got plenty of time. Okay, uh, now let's talk about what I really want to talk about. Me. Okay, uh, Okay, um... We start off on this, and I don't know why I hate that you called me this when you're like, oh, you are such a staple in the Casey comedy scene. I'm like, am I? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. But, so what, again, I don't ever remember being like, hi, I'm Brittany Tylander. Hi, I'm Lynn Navratil. Uh-huh. But what was, like, your, like, what was the opinion you had of me when I when you met me, I'll start by saying what my opinion of okay great me. okay cool because you're just like uh gator going off uh, <laughs> but okay so <laughs> I almost danced I almost like defended myself like no this is what I thought but you're gonna go first okay okay great. cool so <laughs> so when I met again when I met you mm-hmm. you were an out of towner mm-hmm. who I didn't like know anything about I was just, I'm a fucking little why I kind of like. Oh, an out of towner. She. <laughs> I'm also Irish or Scottish. I also I don't know a why leprechaun. there's. Leprechaun. You're just doing a leprechaun I impression. Am a, I am a very adorable little leprechaun. You Ooh. are a little leprechaun boy. <laughs> oh, the luck of the Irish. Only I could meet Brittany Thailander one day. And then you're like, hey, I'm Brittany. And I. Oh, Mrs. Thailander. Pleasure to have you here in Kansas City. Pleasure to have you in this small little town of Kansas City. Kind of like a Mrs. Doubtfire impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me. It's giving me a. What was this? Winita. Wait, Winita Doubtfire? Winita Ryder? Or is that. Doubtfire. Uh, I can't remember her first name. Whatever. Uh, Robin I'm Williams. Pretty, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's Robin Doubtfire. Uh, Robin Williams. That would. I don't, I don't remember. That would be wild. Robin Williams, Patch Adams, Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Robin Williams, Patch Adams, Popeye, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> Are we just going to start naming? Yeah, the Rob- Genie. Robin. <laughs> What was his name in Good Will Hunting? I don't know. Fender from Robots? I don't fucking know. Okay, but again, I I just met you. I thought you were super dope. And I was just like, man, I hope hope we get to be friends one day. And then like three, four years later, I'm like, hey, I I think I'm friends. I'm... You came to my birthday dinner. I did come. We are friends. I know. I came to your birthday dinner and I was just like... I there's an old Chris Rock story where he's talking about like he keep like it's a old it's an old joke he has where he always keeps like a suitcase packed by the door mm-hmm. 
because he keeps suspecting that, like, the white family that lives in his house is going to show up and be like, well, I knew it was too good to be true. That's how I am with friends and family and just loved ones. Like, I keep imagining... When's your birthday, Lynn? It is July 27th. I keep imagining that Sierra... You're a Leo and you feel this way? I... Yeah. I don't know. It's been... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, one day I'll interview myself and get to the bottom of this. What's Sierra? What's Sierra's sign? Uh, What's her, birthday? her birthday was last Tuesday, so I believe she's a Pisces. She's a Pisces. Okay. A Leo and a Pisces. Interesting. See, uh, we work. Uh, I love that. <laughs> okay, uh, but um, enough. Enough. Okay. Enough about dissecting my mentality because we will we'll be here for we'll hours. spiral oh god we will spiral uh <laughs> but what what were you like what was your first impression of me i should say i thought you were just the sweetest boy like i knew that i would like you and that you would be fun to work with and that i would want to like do shows with you because at the time i didn't like host anything mm-hmm. and then once i got on shut up and clap with colby like i got to see you regularly it was a good way for me to regularly see everybody and kind of like get thrown into meeting everyone and learning everybody's names and like mm-hmm. really getting in touch with the scene because like before I mean before I really didn't know anyone super well besides Ryan, Steven, Colby a little bit, mm-hmm. um Spencer a little bit, uh Brandon Patrick, you know, just like, you know, mostly people that host shows. Those feel like the stables to me like to, in my head but I was really lucky I I met everybody through um Scott Schaefer ah okay I was in we were in Madison together That's right. and we did a like a weekend trip back and we did that like wings show that Brandon put That's on right. in the basement and like yeah. all of my family came because it was their first time ever seeing me do stand up it was in a fucking mm-hmm. basement it was awesome mm-hmm. it was so cool um I think I met like Aaron Scarborough that night too yeah. yeah, and then that was, like, kind of, and then, you know, once I started doing Ship and Clap, I, like, met everybody, everybody, but I just remember being, like, I'm excited to work with him and see him around. <laughs> Shucks, I'm excited to be around. Uh, I I made Brandon Matt, I made Brandon and Jack very, very mad one time because they, <clears throat> Jack had taken me down to uh the as of yet named comedy show to get mm-hmm. like a tape that i could submit yeah. to them and say hey this is the tape that i want to do for your show mm-hmm. and they said hey we want to have you on this show mm-hmm. and i was like i'm sorry i can't i'm already booked on this show and it was just a show at the arts bar mm-hmm. that i'd already given my word to and initially they said okay that's fine totally mm-hmm. understand that and and they were like we'll put you on the next one and i never heard anything again for like a year and a half and i talked with them about it and <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, we were super pissed at you, but now we're not anymore. It, it was fine. Were I, they I, being silly when they said they were being su- that they were super pissed? They were, uh, They I guess they felt, like, butt hurt that, or just, like, hurt in general. That, that they, sounds like a them problem, not, like, a Lynn problem. Uh, it, it probably. That rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> them, Lynn, kind them. of. Them, them and Lynn. A little Wayne would make it rhyme. Lil, I'll put it that way. Little Wayne wouldn't have these dope ass notes. He sure uh, wouldn't. He would have perp. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, so we we are wrapping up. Okay, we have just a little bit left. Um, I want you to plug everything. What do you want? To plug butt plugs. Uh, plug your anything. I'll stop talking. Uh, plug your mouth, Lynn, because I'm about to give my socials. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I create content from time to time. Um, both my Instagram and my TikTok are BT from KC. 
no spaces or anything, just all together. B T from Casey. <laughs> I on my Instagram, you can click my link tree and find links to watch Shut Up and Clap and Body Language. Um, follow me on all those things. I'm yeah. not really on Twitter. Please don't add me as a friend on Facebook. Um, <laughs> check Why out. Why are you not on Twitter? I don't know. I just don't really vibe with Twitter. I like. I like. You know, I don't like texting. I don't like texting. I can. Um, I'm really bad at spelling. Really bad at grammar. Um, but I translate well through video because mm. I'm again so hot. Everyone, <laughs> I, you can't see me, but I'm so hot. I'm uh, so fucking <laughs> I'm so cringy. <laughs> so dirty. I don't like it. I'm sorry, Lynn. I can't do this in your living room. You have like happiness is homemade, like above your television. <laughs> I have a painting. This beautiful of painting that the, Aaron Scarborough did. Yes, Aaron Scarborough did book his art online. Aaron Scarborough, uh, Scarbecue. Uh, we are uh, not a beefing podcast, but I feel like we could have beef one day. I love you it. Beat his ass. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, I'll beat like. I, I don't want to say I can I'll beat, beat that. Yeah, Lynn's like, I'll beat that ass up. I'll beat that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat Aaron's ass up. Beat that ass up. I'll beat that ass up. I'll eat that. I'll beat that up. Eat it. <laughs> eat it. But you have a very wholesome okay. home, and I won't say that. I won't make those noises here. But you can follow me on all those things. Yes, please follow Brittany on everything. Don't add her on Facebook or Twitter. Please. Uh, that is legitimately her saying that, uh, not me joking about it. Right. <laughs> uh, do you have anything? I mean, Shows that coming up that you want to plug. Body languages. Um, we have body language on the 19th. Um, I guess that's like not this Friday, but next. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Again, you can find a link to buy tickets uh, on in the link tree in my bio on my Instagram, BT from KC. Um, I always give updates of when Shut Up and Clap is. We'll be going live tomorrow night at 8.30 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to have Anna Mae Smith and, from Kansas Ooh. City and my pal Bill Gewurz from Chicago, a very funny guy. Um, body language is going to be sick. I'm not going to name all the performers, but please, please buy tickets. Check it out um, because these may be the last few virtual shows you can check out before... Before you're just back in public. Before we're back in public, or at least outdoors, and masked safely. Yes. Uh, go um, go experience them online where you don't have to get dressed. Uh, you can just be in bed. Yeah. Y'all are sitting with your hand down your underwear right now, just like hanging out at home. Or maybe in your car and also doing that. <laughs> Listening to this podcast. You don't have to go anywhere. You can just watch them from your home. It's great. Yes. Um... Yes, and uh, the I've got two shows coming up. I've got uh, this this Friday, March twelfth. We'll all be at the Groundhog Day Theater. Uh, I believe is at eight o'clock. It'll be a socially distanced live show. Uh, super super fun. Okay. And then uh, next week, uh, Legends Comedy Club on March twentieth. Again, super fun. Also socially distanced. Me, Monisha Williams, Greta Moore, a bunch of other fun comics just doing, uh, just doing the thing, doing yeah. the live comedy. Um, and yes, shut up and clap. I, I want to say it's every Thursday. It's every single 30, Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. Every and, and you can watch old episodes, too, on YouTube. Uh, I have a, a website link where you can uh, go to our YouTube and watch mm -hmm. all of our old shows. Because we've had some really great guests. Like, 
people who have done really well on TikTok, me and Colby's pals from all over the U.S., mm-hmm. which is really fun because you can, like, stay in contact with yes. people because we can't really travel mm-hmm. and tour like we used to. So it's been fun. I feel that. Uh, but, yes, Shub and Clap every Thursday. Body Language is next Friday. Uh, I will make sure that we put the link uh, to get tickets on either the Instagram post, TikTok post, Facebook, wherever the fuck I put this uh, thing. Um, but uh, for the but for now, I have been Lynn Navertel. I'm Brittany Thailander. Uh, and uh, if and Dolly Parton, I know you're listening. Let's get this Baby. cover started. <laughs> okay, bye everybody. I love you.